morning, good afternoon. Thanks for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right, I want to lead off just a little bit today with some COVID stuff, uh, some really some interesting things, and also we really have to address continuously what happened with the World Health Organization and also the uh, the Biden administration continuing to fumble this uh, this entire thing. And yes, they are fumbling it. And yes, it's not. No, it's not too early to say that. Uh, so we'll get to that here in just a second. But uh, we've got a lot of stuff, including some some very dangerous national security changes that the Biden administration has made that are really bad. And also buyer's remorse has really kicked in for Biden at the end of day one. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of it, but it's continuing to grow, particularly his energy policy. And it doesn't matter how many, how many misleading articles with only a fraction of the information relevant uh, get published by Forbes and other magazines out there. The, the reality is that he is absolutely going after the energy sector, including fracking. We'll get to that all and much more uh, in in today's today's show. So the first thing we're going to lead off with is is I want to talk about California. Now, California right now is the hotbed of COVID. California is reportedly refusing to share key coronavirus data with the public. Now, the reason for this, they are saying that it would confuse and mislead them. Okay, can we just, let's just take a a little step back here. Let's just kind of go over this. The media has consistently lied to you about COVID. The media has consistently withheld information that some of the leading infectious disease experts have been trying to tell you from the very beginning, going back even before March. They've cut them all off as quacks and everything else. Uh, The media goes back and forth between liking and not liking Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci. Right now, they don't like Dr. Fauci again. Uh, They liked him uh, at the beginning of one day. They didn't like him at the end of that day. It, It just all depends on what Fauci says, right? They, they go through this, this song and dance with you. Uh, they tell you that doctors are heroes. We need to listen to the doctors and, and listen to the medical experts. But when doctors and medical experts come out and go, hey, we need to be changing the way that we're, we're dealing with the virus and how we're treating patients, um, they're immediately cast aside. Uh, it is now a universal truth that is not debated in the medical community anymore that people were killed early on by being put on ventilators, which is something that we told you before anybody else. Where did I get that information from? Medical doctors who are begging everybody around the country to stop hooking people up to ventilators. Now, this is back in the the ventilator panic of early 2020, where we were convinced we didn't have enough ventilators to even handle any of this. And we went into overdrive ventilators and the 3D printing community came up with makeshift ventilators and adapters for ventilating machines. We got ventilators from Russia who ended up not working. Uh, and then Russia needed ventilators because the Russian ventilators they sent to us weren't working. But those are the same ones that they had. So then we had to send them ventilators and nobody ended up really needing them. And what we ended up finding out early on is that as we were in our rush to treat patients in the hospital, we were putting them on ventilators too early and they were dying. It was causing severe damage to their lungs. Early on when I was saying this, and again, I was just telling you what a lot of doctors who are treating COVID patients every day were saying. Um, I was, of course, excoriated for it and people you know, lied about me and everything else. And 
uh, now it's a universal truth. Everybody understands that that happened. Everybody acknowledges that that happened. I'm not blaming anybody for the record. The only, the only people that I'm blaming is I'm blaming people who didn't allow that information to get out there because that information was out there pretty early. And unfortunately, it took months and months and months for the, for the media to even start acknowledging that this was something that was happening. And they were castigating and burying the story in spite of the experts out there telling you. Uh, hydroxychloroquine, we've gone over a million times. Uh, everybody now has like withdrawn their opposition to hydroxychloroquine. Everybody who told you that hydroxychloroquine was dangerous, they've, they've withdrawn all of those objections. It clearly is not dangerous. It's never been dangerous. There's no reason to suggest that it's dangerous. It's just absurd. Uh, but at the same time, anywhere between 67 and 76% effective in reducing death, which not perfect, better than nothing. And I think a lot of people are dead because of that. Uh, early on, I also told you that, hey, we're having an issue with false positives. And again, how was I treated? I was castigated. Uh, people, you know, downplayed me as a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist and everything else. Guess what? 100% acknowledged now. The World Health Organization has acknowledged that I was right. Dr. Fauci has acknowledged that I was right. World Health Organization last week has, you know, finally after all of this time has finally said, yeah, our uh, PCR test is really not an accurate representation of who has COVID and who doesn't. We've got a real problem here. The seasonal flu may not have gone away at all. The seasonal flu might have been here the entire time. And epidemiologists are saying that they think the flu is getting wrapped up into COVID cases because of the way that these tests are conducted. We went over that in great detail, too. Again, an epidemiologist said it, not me. I'm not going to pull this stuff out of my hat. I have no interest in lying to anybody. I want people to live. I want people to survive, and I want the country to reopen. That's what I want. So the World Health Organization, if you missed it last week, on the day, on the day of the inauguration, released new testing guidelines for laboratories worldwide, which will result in fewer infections reported by health officials. Now, we've been talking about this for many months. The new positive tests... Okay, And this has nothing to do with hospitalizations or deaths or anything. But the new positive tests, the tests that show that you have COVID, between 80 and 90% of those in multiple studies, those positive tests, you do not have enough of the virus in you to spread to somebody else. You're not infectious. There's, there's very little viral load on that. And we ended up right after the election was over finding out from months ago, Dr. Fauci admitted this on a podcast and they just they withheld it from the public. They didn't release it. They withheld it from the public. World Health Organization has now acknowledged that this is true. Now, there's been several studies that have already highlighted this. But the World Health Organization and Fauci have stayed silent on the entire thing. Now, you have to understand something. Dr. Fauci admitted just a few weeks ago that he lied to all of you in order to manipulate you into doing what he wanted you to do. That's something that he admitted. It's not something that I admitted. He admitted that. And he has been wrong about this virus virtually from the very beginning. I'm not saying that he's not you know, qualified. I'm not saying that he isn't good in his field. I'm telling you that in this particular instance and in dealing with this particular disease, he has been wrong from the very beginning. And I don't know why he's been that wrong, but he has been that wrong. It's You go back, you look at his track record, he's just been wrong. I don't know what else to tell you, folks. And this idolatry of Fauci doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. 
And he's also not the smartest person in the world when it comes to infectious diseases. There are other people who are very capable of giving you answers, but there is this cult-like behavior in the United States among our population, certainly in our media. Whatever Dr. Fauci says is the gospel. Okay? There are people who have that kind of celebrity in other countries, too, who are saying the exact opposite of what Fauci is saying in France, in Sweden, and elsewhere. So, again, the WHO has already issued these new directives. They've already told you their P the PCR test that, that everybody is using is giving you major, major issues with false positives. And that's all something that was considered a tinfoil conspiracy theory for many, many months, but in fact, it's been true. And again, I'm not doing this to toot my own horn. Everything that I have told you, there have been experts out there far smarter than I am in this who have been telling you that. My issue has been with the complete refusal by American media to cover that. Now, how can you as a population be informed about what's actually happening if the media will not give you dissenting voices? You know, if Dr. Fauci comes out and says X, Y, and Z about this one thing, but you've got 10 experts over here who are his equal in the community who are telling you the exact opposite why should you not be able to hear what they have to say this is something that i was talking with the uh, the mayor of elkhart about you know look local health officials are they're great they're fine don't get me wrong and it really it comes off that i'm attacking them all the time i get that but local health officials are not world leaders in their field for infectious diseases and pandemics and that sort of thing they're just not okay i'm sorry I'm not trying to belittle them in any way. I'm not trying to minimize their knowledge. A lot of that could be career paths that they chose, not their capabilities. I understand that. But there are world-renowned people who deal with what we're dealing with right now who have been telling everybody that your local health officials in the United States are all wrong. So why is it that mayors and governors can't say, you know what, I appreciate your input, local health official person, but what about what this expert is saying whether they're from oxford whether they're from uh, whether they're pulitzer prize winning uh, specialist whether they're from stanford or harvard or usc or wherever you know, why can't you or the university of chicago multiple infectious disease experts from the university of chicago been trying to rebuff this from the very beginning why can't we listen to them too and then kind of pull it all together and and then have that that discussion about what the next best step might end up being and it's an echo chamber and anytime you develop an echo chamber, and obviously we talk about echo chambers in the political lexicon, we're talking about social media and stuff, but it's happening with health and everything too. Why, when, whenever we have an echo chamber like that, you lose ground, you don't ever gain ground. You don't grow, you regress. Everybody just starts repeating the same thing, which is why we abandon the far more logical things to avoid getting sick and we just embrace the easiest thing that we could possibly do which they have admitted is more psychological than medical wear your mask it's more psychological than medical remember when we covered that paper that white paper on it but that's what they've been admitting so the who has admitted that i was right uh, pretty much the entire intelligence community in the in the entire world now understands that this came out of a chinese lab it didn't come out of bat soup at a wet market but that was treated like tinfoil nonsense for a long period of time. Now, again, I, I bring this up, and I know that you've heard this many times before, but I bring this up because any time there was something 
that went against the grain of what the media was telling you. For months, the media was giving you what they thought you needed to do and what information they thought you needed to have. Well, you had medical doctors who treat COVID patients every day being blacklisted by the press. You had epidemiologists, infectious disease experts blacklisted by the press if they deviated even an iota from what the news media was telling you. And the news media was telling you stuff that was designed to, to steer an election. That's just the reality. There may not have been a lot of people in the medical field who did that, but the media clearly did. There were a lot of doctors who treat hundreds and thousands of COVID patients who are not allowed to give you their opinion because it deviated from what the media was trying to tell you. Social media censoring doctors and infectious disease experts and taking their posts down. Uh, social media telling you that any post by you couldn't be posted up there because it wasn't in line with the WHO. But when the WHO changed their position and was actually in line with the stuff that was being removed by social media, they didn't allow the stuff to continue to be posted. They just ignored the fact that the WHO changed their position, such as they did with lockdowns. That's why what's happening in California is not all that surprising, but also should be considered pretty scary. Because I don't think that California is alone in this. The national media has been hiding the truth from you for quite some time. And California is now hiding COVID data from the public because they think it's going to mislead the public, which is the exact same logic that has been used by the news media and social media to keep the facts from you. And by the facts, I don't mean what I think the facts are. I mean what infectious disease experts all over the world have been saying from the very beginning. They've that from you because they think it'll mislead you. I mean, there have been studies which have highlighted preliminary studies not peer-reviewed but have highlighted that what the media is telling you is false and they retract them why did they retract them not because the data was wrong or their conclusion was wrong they retracted them because they were quote well not verbatim quote paraphrasing they were saying that they were worried it had come to their attention that people were using their research to manipulate <laughs> the uh the outcomes or the procedures that are being implemented nationwide so they were forced to retract or uh, take it offline and make it a pdf only that sort of thing this is the type of crap that's been happening from the very beginning unfortunately they don't trust you with the information that's just the reality and there are dissenting opinions here and we're not going to be able to make any progress on this thing beyond natural progress of herd immunity unless you get the information so california hiding key data about covid in order to prevent people from being informed about it because it might air quote mislead people that's how you cover your tracks and you screwed up but there's more to this more uh, we've got some allergic reactions to the moderna vaccine we got to talk about that and we also have biden's goal for for vaccinations it's already been reached by the trump administration multiple times so once again, Biden is, we'll, we'll get into it. Once again, Biden is trying to say, what we're doing is unprecedented and, and my plans are unprecedented. When in fact, he's just, he's just plagiarizing from other people. We've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, we are streaming live at dlive.tv slash Casey the host. DLive dot tv slash casey the host make sure you hit that follow button please it's free it doesn't cost you anything all right so let's let's talk a little bit about this now this is something that we saw throughout the entire campaign where everybody was criticizing trump 
and his his uh, handling of the virus and the pandemic and everything else. And what, what they did is they basically gaslit the entire thing. They just they they lied about what he did do, when he did it, that sort of thing. Um, and in fact, there's an article here. I'll get to this here in a second too. In Reuters, where they finally acknowledge that the the issues that happened at the CDC that were blamed on Trump had nothing to do with Trump, but they had to do with the career scientists that were always at the CDC. We'll get to that here in a second. But one of the things that kept coming up is everybody was critical of of Trump and his his uh, his policies on COVID. I kept asking one very simple question. What should have been done differently? Nobody ever had an answer. And every time Biden said that he was going to do something, it was something that Trump had already done. And that kind of leads into this one million shots a day thing. Get to that coming up in just a couple of minutes on 95.3 MNC. afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. If you're looking for a used vehicle, go to rbcarcompany.com. Check out their inventory and their special promotional offers right there on the website, rbcarcompany.com. All right, so Biden's 1 million shots a day COVID-19 goal, which to one reporter's credit, he actually asked him about this at a press conference. It was the first time that we had our come on man moment from uh, Joe Biden. And somebody said, you know, hey, why are you only settling on one million shots a day on the on the vaccine? What's that about? And Joe Biden's like, you guys, when I first said that, you guys told me that it was possible. Well, no, <laughs> nobody said that because it's already been happening. Throughout the, uh, the election, Joe Biden kept saying Trump's COVID response is terrible. Here's what I would do. And his list, we would go over this every single time it came up. And they made fun of him for it in the vice presidential and the presidential debates because they're like, you're just saying that you're going to do things that were already done. I wrote a I wrote a piece many years ago uh, taking credit for the work of others, Mr. President. And it was about Obama taking credit for, for things that George W. Bush had done in Iraq. And he was claiming them as his own successes, even though they were accomplished before he was even in office. And Biden's kind of done the same thing. And we, we told you to be aware of that months ago, just in case the election turned out uh, turned out this way. So Biden's one million shots a day COVID-19 goal was already reached by Trump. Ebony Bowden in the New York Post. Biden's wartime effort goal to vaccinate 100 million people against COVID-19 in 100 days relies on a daily average that was repeatedly bested on former President Donald Trump. Biden's first full day in office on Thursday saw 1.3 million Americans inoculated against the deadly coronavirus, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. Now, let me just ask you a, a real, real simple question for the imbeciles out there who actually believed without any evidence that there was no distribution plan uh that the the incoming administration was was uh, left with by the previous administration if there was no distribution plan then how is it that so many people were vaccinated now we already knew the distribution plan we already know that the uh the trump team and operation warp speed had a distribution plan they modified it they updated it we we gave you all those updates routinely as it was happening but one person went in there and said, we just didn't have any. They didn't leave us any kind of a plan at all. 
Well, first of all, they shouldn't have left you a plan anyway. You campaigned on the fact that they didn't have one to begin with and that you had one already ready to go. That was an actual campaign slogan, well, not slogan, but mantra of the, the Biden team. We have a plan. Well, now Biden's out there telling you we can't change the trajectory of this virus for several months. Okay, well, you were telling us that you had a plan to change the trajectory of the virus almost immediately. Suddenly you're walking that back. Told you. But how is it possible that 1.3 million people were inoculated against the virus as Biden is being sworn in if there wasn't a distribution plan already in place? So again, this is one of those things where people's emotions and confirmation bias take over instead of their common sense. Take a step back from every news story and go, does that make a lot of sense? Oh, there's no distribution plan. See, there's no distribution plan. All right, how did millions of people get the vaccine distributed to them then? How did that happen? Oh, well, yeah, I guess you got a point. It, it doesn't make any sense. We're arguing stupid battles with one another. That's the thing. We're fighting about this online, and it doesn't make any sense. Everybody does their little part. They're giving their marching orders by the media, out and they do their thing. So, again, the day that Biden is in office, the first full day, 1.3 million Americans were inoculated. Biden didn't do that. Biden did not build that. Trump did. The same figures show that 1.3 million shots were administered on January 11th, and that 1.1 million were given both January 14th and January 16th. Vaccinations also hit a record high 1.6 million on Wednesday when Biden was sworn into office. Since his inauguration on Wednesday, the new commander-in-chief and his top spokesperson have repeatedly been pressed by reporters on whether he's setting his immunization target too low. Now again, kudos to some reporters actually asking this question. Why are you set setting your target so low? Come on, man. When I first said a million a day, you said it wasn't possible. That's not true. Nobody said that because it was already happening. There isn't a single person out there who said it wasn't possible. Not a single one, because everybody be looking at this and going, oh, that's, that's already happening. By the way, I, I, I have to reserve some clarification when I say not a single person did that. I, I'm talking about not, a, not the sycophants, all right? The average, everyday, more than two brain cells people, nobody said it wasn't possible because it was already happening. But yes, is it possible that there was some idiot over at CNN who said, sure. But we don't really count them amongst the intellectual um, human beings that we, we have around us. So and it doesn't really count. So again, Biden comes in there and says, I'm going to do one million shots per day. And, oh, that's going to be amazing. You told me it was impossible. That was the goal. It's already been reached by Trump several times. It's, again, it's a house that Trump built. And the moment people are looking at this and going, hey, uh, you promised change the trajectory of the virus right away what's gonna happen uh, we can't change the trajectory of the virus uh, for several months not much we can do sorry we're stuck with it told you they didn't have a plan different than what trump was already doing and this this is the, the simple reality anytime anybody was asked what the alternative should have been they didn't have an answer because every western country has basically been doing the same thing and for the record, it hasn't worked out great. But that's, nobody has been willing, other than Sweden and a couple of other little places, nobody's been willing to come up with an alternative. So that leads me to the vaccinations themselves. We already know that Pfizer has an issue with people with allergies. 
What about Moderna? Now, I've been telling you for some time now, keep an eye on Moderna. Let's follow and see if they have allergic reactions. Um, there was a bunch of noise from what I would describe as anti-vaxxers early on that Moderna was uh, had more, more uh, allergic reactions than Pfizer did. I looked at the data from the trials that didn't show in the data at all. But um, once you start rolling it out to the general population, you have an opportunity to look at mass distribution. And Pfizer may not be the best option for people who have allergies. Moderna might be a better option, but that relies on Moderna not having serious allergic reactions to the vaccine. So now that Moderna is out there and getting distributed, how is the allergic reactions with Moderna? We'll talk about that and give you an update on the Johnson & Johnson single injection vaccination coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Thank you for tuning in to Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Again, live streaming on dlive.tv slash Casey, the host. So what's the issue with allergic reactions? I should say serious allergic reactions. A minor allergic reaction isn't that, that big of a deal. But uh, serious allergic reactions with Moderna. Now, obviously, there's been a lot of high-profile allergic reactions and deaths from the Pfizer vaccine. It is a very small portion of the people who've gotten it. Uh, early on, it seemed to be that anybody who already had a propensity for serious allergies uh, appeared to fall victim to it. But then we had some people who don't have a history of allergies who also had serious allergic reactions to the Pfizer vaccine. So the next thing was, well, let's pay attention to the Moderna one. So if you have a history of allergies, Moderna might end up being the better option for you uh, going forward. And again, that's if you used to get the vaccine. Uh, and I, I will tell you this, you know, one of the reasons that your extra $1,400 for the stimulus was getting delayed until March is because there's already been legislation introduced that you're going to get it. It's bipartisan, by the way, Republicans and Democrats, that you're not going to be able to get your stimulus payments unless you're vaccinated. So just, just keep that in mind. They're trying to tie your stimulus to the vaccinations. And I realize there's a lot of you like, I don't think we should be doing the stimulus anyway. It's terrible for the economy. I get it. I get it. I'm saying with the stimulus payments, they are trying to tie it to you being vaccinated. Okay. So if you're not vaccinated, you won't be able to get a stimulus payment. That's what they're trying to tie it to, which is why they're delaying it until March. They think by the end of March, they could have almost the entire country vaccinated and herd immunity could be reached by, by March. That's the goal, all right? That, which is why this is uh, at least tentatively been shelved till, uh, till March, which is, by the way, another campaign promise broken already. We're going to get in there and give you an extra $1,400, which the Democrats wouldn't do under Trump. Trump tried to get it done, but they wouldn't do it. Republicans in the Senate wouldn't go along with it either. But um, So now, <clears throat> as far as the allergic reactions are concerned, uh, according to the latest report, now it's from the CDC, and this came out on Friday, there's only been 10 serious allergic reactions to Moderna right, in the U.S. So that's out of 4 million shots. So out of 4 million shots, there's been 10 serious allergic reactions. Nobody died. So Moderna is already ahead of Pfizer in that category. All of the vaccine recipient, uh, recipients felt symptoms of anaphylaxis or severe allergic reactions within 30 minutes of getting the shots. Now, the agency determined the rate of anaphylaxis to be 2.5 cases per million. Uh, and that's, again, that's it's really good. 
all right? But it's something you need to be aware of if you have some kind of a, an allergic reaction to something else. Now, again, the Pfizer one, the Pfizer one is, um, they have, so, okay, what what is the, okay, 2.5 cases per million for Moderna, 11.1 cases per million for Pfizer, all right? So Moderna right now appears to be the far better option if you have allergies, all right? So keep that in mind going forward, although it is still rare with the Pfizer vaccine, we do know that there's been serious cases and even death tied with the Pfizer vaccine. The Moderna vaccine has not had any deaths, and there's only been uh, 10 cases out of 4 million doses. So that's good news. The Johnson & Johnson single-shot vaccination that we told you about last week, uh, Fauci gave an update on this, and he says that he's, he, it's fast-tracked right now for approval. They think that it could be approved for emergency use real soon, uh, the results seem to be pretty good. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And a single dose would be, you know, much preferable to having to deal with two of these doses at that at the same time. Well, not the same time, but, you know, going back and getting a second. Dose. So keep that in mind, too. Uh, there's that. Uh, Merck has ended their vaccine trial. They didn't, they didn't make any progress. They didn't do a good job. So their vaccine was never functional, didn't really work. So they ended their trial. But Johnson & Johnson appears to be an option out there, too, in the future. All right, we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.